welcome to Personal to Profitable. Hey, I'm Rannon, personal brand mentor and photographer. Real stories of entrepreneurship and motherhood, strategies for turning passion into profit, plus encouragement for pursuing the and that's on your heart are all topics you can expect here. Because we aren't just moms, we're multi-passionate women who have presence with purpose. I felt really called to hop on here this morning to record. I'm sure it has something to do with receiving such positive affirmations after launching, but also because I think there's a large portion of listeners that can really relate to the mindset portion, and I really want to pour into that. So just over a week ago, I was driving in my car completely solo, and this might sound weird, but there's something about the solitude in my car that I've always really cherished or held close, if you will, Um, that might have something to do with me leaving home at 18 and shortly after moving across the United States without any family. Um, Nowhere really has ever felt like home, but anyway, the car has always just been this happy, safe, calm, quiet place for me, and clearly it's a place I've processed a lot of emotions. Um, I mean, I vividly remember and will likely never forget falling apart after a rough breakup and slowly feeling stitched back together each time I'd get in my car and have my old school music blasting in order to silence all the negative thoughts. Um, Shout out to Stevie Nicks for that. (laughs) There's um, multiple times I'd just sit and I'd pray and, you know, I'd feel a greater presence just reassuring me. Um, I'm getting a little off track here, but... The larger story of all of that is for another day. I'm not here to talk about breakups, and hopefully I didn't just lose you, but let's rewind just a tiny bit. I'm back in the car just over a week ago. Um, Sometimes I choose to just sit in silence when I'm by myself driving, but on this day I chose to listen to a podcast from one of my favorites, Marie Forleo, and um, she's someone I think all creative entrepreneurs should follow. She's super quirky and genuine. Um, I've been a fan of her since before podcasts were even a thing. And actually, I've had the opportunity to take her B-School course through my work. um, And it's so good. But I'm going to be talking about episode 275 of hers, to be exact. And on this day, she was interviewing Mel Robbins, who is another great follow, especially if you need some, like, tough love. Um, It was their first chat together on her podcast. And it was really, really cool to hear these two thought leaders really humbly and excitedly interact with each other. Um, So if you're short on time, go ahead and start the episode at like minute 20. Um, But I will kind of do like a quick recap as I kind of dive into this topic. The conversation itself was geared around Mel's new book, The High Five Habit. And with this idea, it seems a little silly on its face. And when you just kind of say those couple words, but it piqued my interest because Mel really gets into the science behind of it. Um, I think that podcast that I'm referring to um, specifically connected with me because she gives the like research that goes behind this specific habit. Um, you can listen to that podcast and I'll kind of link it in the show notes here. And I hope that you will so that you have an idea of what I'm talking about and so that it can impact you the way it impacted me. Um, But the general idea is that she changed her life, and now many others, of course, by founding the idea of taking a moment each morning to give yourself a high five. Keep listening. (laughs) What's cool about this is you're actually using information that you already have within your brain to communicate to yourself. You've been high-fiving other people your entire life, you know? It's 
an obvious positive gesture that you don't even think twice about. Subconsciously, we know what we are conveying to one another when we raise our hand, palm open, and all five fingers are fanned out. Mel talks about how when we're standing in the bathroom each morning, we're actually there with two people. There's you and there's your soul. And most mornings, we are simply thinking of all the things that we have to do or we're beating ourselves up about things that we didn't do. Subconsciously, we're dragging our past into the room with us each and every single day, and maybe we're even physically picking ourselves apart. But to do this weird thing of high-fiving yourself, you are truly having to look at yourself, at your soul, and subconsciously, you're saying, I see you, and thinking about what you need. Scientifically, from real research that she talks about, you are going to feel better from doing this because your brain literally releases dopamine when you do it. Your nervous system is recognizing a celebratory gesture of that high five and it gives you that same energy that you give to someone else when you high five them. I really encourage you to hear it from her perspective on that episode. Um, Honestly, when I was alone in my car listening to this episode, I I teared up a few times, I smiled, I gave a few agreeable mm, mm-hmm <laughs> throughout the episode, and that that noise, that sound drives my husband totally nuts, but again, I'm alone here, <laughs> and I thought to myself, you know what, I'm going to do this, why not? And this is what I want to talk about. Guess what? I have not once done it. And I'm actually kind of tearing up thinking about it right now. I am here a week later and I have not once high-fived myself. I have it. Not one time. The idea and the episode has crossed my mind multiple times. Maybe every other day or so. Um, And this is what's really gotten to me. Like, why haven't I done it? Why haven't I looked myself in the mirror and signaled just a good job? You are doing your best. High five for showing up again. High five for being the best mom that you can be. For delivering quality work to your clients. For launching a freaking podcast. Nope. I have not once high five myself. And Mel talks about how this happens. How we will, you know, potentially feel a lot of resistance. And I have to be honest, when I was originally listening to the episode... I didn't think I'd feel resistance. I'm all for trying new things. I'm super open to, you know, woo-woo ideas. And I did not think I'd be the person who felt resistance. But damn, (laughs) this girl in the bathroom putting on her mascara could not swallow her pride, if that's even what it was, to simply recognize the soul that's in there craving to be seen. I couldn't do it. Why didn't I high-five myself? And like I said, this morning, I felt really called to hop on and record today. Um, I got up, I got the kids ready out the door, I got myself ready, lipstick and all, and I still didn't freaking do it. I honestly still just like, I'm surprised I just didn't do it. I was sitting there thinking about it, and I never raised my hand and gave myself a high five, and I remembered back on that podcast when I was listening to it, she describes how those that resist are likely doing it because they carry a lot with them into the room and maybe they don't feel worthy of showing up for themselves in this way. 
I definitely know there's a handful of things from my past, you know, some red letters, if you will, that I'm not personally proud of. There's definitely different traits and quirks about myself that I wish I could change or make normal. I think we all have that. Um, And it's honestly hard for me to count the amount of times that I have begged for a quieter mind. But she also talks about how we would never hold back a high five from someone who is, for instance, on mile seven of running a marathon simply because they haven't gotten to mile 26 yet. And I thought that was such an amazing analogy because if this life, especially one as a mom and especially for me as an entrepreneur, isn't comparable to a marathon, then I don't know what is. You know, I've never ran a marathon. I am not a runner (laughs) by any, any means. But I definitely know that I'm not on mile 26. I would high-five you for simply signing up for that marathon. So what the hell? (laughs) Why can't I give myself a high-five? I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to push pause right now. And I'm going to give myself a high-five. And I'd love if you did the same. And we're going to come right back here and keep diving into this. All right, I did it. (laughs) And if you think that's weird, um, this is likely not going to be the podcast for you because I really do love me some like slightly woo-woo stuff. Um, But if you're here for it, thanks for sharing your time with me. So let's talk about it. My initial thought as I approached the mirror was to check my makeup like any normal girl who has her makeup done. (laughs) But then I made eye contact with myself and I just did it. Um, It made me smile. (laughs) I definitely felt a little silly, which isn't a bad way to start the day, if you ask me, if I had started it that way. Um, Mel mentions pushing past about five days of feeling super weird about doing it um, and just doing it anyways. And I can absolutely see how and why this really impacts people. You know, these days in a world where a lot of our connection happens online, where we get these tiny hits of dopamine through likes and comments and DMs, I know this to be true. It's not something that we need to feel weird or shameful because we enjoy that reassurance and we enjoy that affirmation that comes in the form of likes and comments and DMs, if you will. But recognizing it and understanding it while also still recognizing ourselves makes way for some personal growth. It it kind of opens that, that door to saying this is great and I see that there's a place for it but I also see that there's a place for so much more um as I wrap up this episode I do want to kind of leave you with a few other tangible things to implement as you acknowledge and kind of work through some mindset issues of your own but first I want to just say we all have them you are not weird for overthinking things um I think it makes you more normal than you want to give yourself credit for So number one, potentially consider starting your day with a high five. If you go dive into that topic a bit deeper, I would love to hear from you and hear how it's impacted you. And I know I'm going to continue trying it out. And if you aren't interested, at least give yourself some eye contact in the morning Um, when you walk into the bathroom. If you could just sit with yourself for a moment and... Truly look at yourself and give yourself some grace and maybe even just an encouraging head nod in the mirror. I think it would make such a difference. 
Uh, number two, capitalize on that specific notion by continuing to neglect your phone for just a little bit longer in the morning and spend a little bit of time journaling or meditating or reading, whatever it is that kind of feeds your soul. Um, this might be devotional time for you, or it might just be showing yourself a little bit of kindness um, and some self-care by spending a moment with personal development and spending a, a little bit of time with yourself um, and with expanding yourself, you know. Number three, decide who you want to show up as. So just for the day, decide, you know, what's on my schedule today? What is today going to look like? And who do I need to show up as? Um, do I need to be a loving and patient mom? Do I want to show up as a, a successful business owner? You got to decide and just let that decision dictate the actions that you take and that you don't take on this day, one day at a time. Number four, ask yourself, what do you actually need today? Start listening to your body. <laughs> it sounds so simple, but it's such a real thing. We, we really do ignore signs that our body is trying to tell us we need different things. Um, you got to stop ignoring the signs that you need to drink more water. Go fill up your cup. We got to stop ignoring the signs that we need an actual nourishing meal or that we need a little bit of more movement in our life. Um, you got to start recognizing those signs of fatigue or depression or potential burnout before they overcome you. You know, take that day off if you need it. Make that date night happen if you need it. Say no to the next request and honestly, choose to be fully present in your yeses. Did you relate to this episode or feel an idea or two spark for utilizing on your business journey? If so, please take a moment to leave a five-star review. Your feedback and kind words will fuel the free content and conversations produced here. You can find me over on the gram at paper and pleather for easy to digest tips, how to's, and of course, pretty photos. I'd love to hear what your purpose is and how you plan to make it profitable. I truly love to connect with you, but be sure to hit subscribe here before you go.